Podcast listeners, Cameron here with a very special request. You know, to have a hit stand-up album, you really need to only sell 5,000 copies in the life of the album. That is true. Less people buy comedy albums than you would imagine. Now, we have way more listeners than that on this show. And so far, since October 7th, when Same Sex Symbol, my new album was released, the response has been amazing. Honestly, I'm so appreciative. You guys have been tweeting and Instagramming, buying copies, and for a while we were beating Sarah Silverman and Weird Al Yankovic on the iTunes charts and on Billboard, and that's wild stuff, because not only am I still working my way up as a comic, but also I'm on an independent record label known mostly for breaking really cool bands like Sleater Kinney and the Decembrists, but it's not Comedy Central Records, it's not the biggest record label out there, and we are hustling our butts to try and make this record a success. So what I'm asking you to do is to go on to iTunes, purchase Same Sex Symbol. It is $9.99. So it's a kind of a donation and support and good vibe that you're putting out into the world where you actually get something rad back because I'm really proud of the album and I know you guys are going to love it. So please, if you have it in your heart, we have so many listeners and you guys can keep making same-sex symbol a huge success thank you guys so much in advance put your hands together 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 You look, you look like a sharp, you look like a sharp shirt in those sharp shoes. You know what I mean, guys? Great individual fives. It's yes. Thank you for leaning. I was gonna bail. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that guy. And see, I'm just not. Look, okay, all right. This is a test. You, you know what? I like your attitude too. It's not super zealous, but it's also not turning me down. Let's just see. Usually I lean, but I didn't realize you guys would make this much effort. I just like can't believe it. Holy shit! Hi, look, and now I'm in your lap. And you guys don't get fives. Till later. You'll get them later. Let's hear it this side. They don't get it now. Oh, I'm Cameron Esposito. I'll be your host. New tie. New old tie. New tie that's old. I got it from a, you know, a tie resalesman. Door-to-door tie resalesman gave me this tie. What a day. We got great comics there in the back. They can hear you. Let's hear it for them. Yes. And it seems like you guys are snacking on full meals. What are you having? What do you have? What did you bring? Because there's like foil. What, did you, what do you have? Crackers? What kind of crackers? Just regular? Wait, is there, but there's cheese on there. Be honest. Yeah, there's cheese. Uh, what, what kind of cheese are we talking about? Wait, does one of you have the cheese and one of the crackers? Did you each bring your own? You each? Are you friends? Do you know each other? I want to believe either of you it doesn't matter it doesn't actually because one said yes one said no it doesn't matter actually like if you're friends you're what a weird friendship because you guys were like no individual cheese individual cheese individual crackers and if you're not friends what the fuck is going on with comedy shows like I didn't know this is where we were at I thought texting was the main problem not like nah just do a cheese and cracker lap You guys, um, had a birthday recently. Thank you. Had a birthday recently. I turned older. (laughs) And I will say, I'm at the point in my life where I know I want to have kids. Um, oh, actually, I should clarify that. I don't mean like, um, I don't mean like have, I mean, I mean like buy or steal kids. Because they don't even make maternity vests, so... What would I wear? <laughs> and I don't want to have kids or buy or steal kids because I, I used to be a nanny. Oh, you guys, and I raised a real weird kid. Was there anybody here who was a weird kid? I was a weird kid. Were there any weird kids? 
What? You guys are liars. You're currently eating cheese and crackers on your laps. I understand why you didn't clap. Everybody else should be clapping. The World Series is currently going on. You guys are here. You were weird kids. But I was a weird kid. She was a weird kid. I loved her for it. We would go to the park. She would go up to the other kids and she would say, your parents are totally going to die someday. And I'd be like, she is right. (laughs) And then we'd high five and get on our matching motorcycles and get out of there. One day, I was putting her down for a nap and she looked up at me and she was like, Cameron, monkeys aren't going to carry me away in my sleep, right? I was like, oh man, we got to stop watching The Jungle Book and start watching Seven. Yeah, yeah, hear me out, hear me out. I don't want to raise a kid with an inappropriate fear of cartoon monkeys. I want to raise a kid with a very helpful fear of single white straight 40-something men. Because that is who's going to carry her away at night. It's Kevin's spacey-looking fellas. You know it is! The head is in the box! Now, one day I got to work, and I was just having a real tight underwear day. We've all had them. Mondays were just real tight. So I decided to take them off. Put them in my pocket. But then I remembered, I'm a nanny. What if the nanny dad comes home and he's like trying to pay me? I have my hand in my pocket before I receive the money as I'm pulling my hand out to receive it. Bam! Used underwear on the floor. Out of the pocket of the nanny. And then you have to be like, no, it's not your kids, it's mine. What's worse? If it's yours or the kids, either way, you're fired forever. So I tried to come up with a plan. First I was like, maybe I could go into the kitchen, go to the trash, dig like a central core in the trash, put the underwear in the core, and then cover it up. But then I was like, what if the nanny family comes home and the nanny mom is like, honey, where's the receipt for that thing? And then she goes into the kitchen, she's digging through the trash, and she's like, I'm getting a divorce from my husband who's clearly having an affair with a woman who wears boy cut Hanes her way three pack underwear available at Target. <laughs> and I don't want to divide a family. So I lived in Chicago at the time, and there was snow on the ground. And I came up with a plan. I took my little nanny kid and I put her in her snowsuit and we went to the park. And on the way to the park, I stopped in a snowbank and I dug a hole in that snowbank and I put the underwear in the hole and then I covered it up. And I tell you that story because I know there's been a time in your life you've been walking down the street and you'd be like, why would there be underwear? It was me! I was trying to protect a kid! I think part of the reason that my, my heart went out to her so much is because, like I said, I was a little weird kid. A little gay kid in the suburbs. Didn't know any other gay kids. Didn't know I was a, didn't know I was a gay kid. Just had a bowl cut. And glasses and braces. Glasses and braces since I was basically born. Just came out already wearing them. Scratched a bit. My mother. I also wore an eye patch for eight years of my childhood because I had crossed eyes. So there's probably no particular reason why I'm funny. Now when I say that, there's going to be some of you guys who imagine like a black with a thing around the head, like a pirate patch, like a conquistador, sort of like a Johnny Depp, like a walking the plank, kind of like a, like a, like a band costume, sort of an, like, a, like a fashion choice sort of an urban outfitters kind of an eye patch but that's not the kind of patch you wear when you're a little kid with crossed eyes no you wear a band-aid material flesh toned disposable eye patch so when you wear it on your face it just looks like more skin 
Look like sloth from the Goonies, but a little girl. And to soften the blow of the patches, the company that made the patches put in the box with the patches, they put these stickers. Because I think they thought kids were going to go to school and just be like, Oh! You got a Lisa Frank? Iridescent pony? On your trapper keeper? Well, I have a sticker on my eye patch! But they didn't even make the right kind of stickers for that to be possible. They didn't make cool iridescent ponies. They made these tiny circular farm vignettes. Like a deer drinking from a brook and then a silo and an owl. And they were printed in only navy blue, tan and brown. So you're supposed to take that little drab diorama and pop it on your flesh flap with your glasses, braces, bolt cut, bolt cut, and coonskin cap. Carrying the quiver of bow and arrows, you whittled yourself on your back and go and succeed in fourth grade. Shit was rough. I turned out amazing. Yeah, you can clap. How was your guys' week? I feel like we, we, we still were nervous. The, that was a gr- those were great jokes. And you guys, your response was decent, but not amazing. And I know it wasn't me. You just feel, is it too warm? Are you too warm? Or not warm enough? Did you guys work? No, that can't be true. We're in Los Angeles. Nobody worked today. Did anybody work? Does anyone have a job here? Do we have any job, jobbies? Do you have, any, do you have a job? What do you do? Teach elementary school special ed. Thanks so much for doing that. Let's hear for that gal. I used to work in special ed, actually. Um, now, are you talking about, like, is it learning disabilities or is it, like, uh, special needs kids? Um, like, a lot of autism. Especially, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I used, to, I used to work at a school for kids with severe special needs, like the kind that talk with a computer and have chairs and stuff, wheelchairs. And, uh... One thing that was amazing was figuring out that, like, special needs kids are just still kids. You know, like, they would just get boners in their wheelchairs. Like, that's not sad. That's so hopeful. That made me feel so good. They would, they would play pranks on each other. I had, these, I, had these two, I had these two kids in chairs who were enemies because they were best friends. And that's really what middle school is, right? Like, I hate you for friendship, and I friend you for nothing! You know, like, it's just that tension of forever. And they would sit next to each other in class, and they were supposed to have their wheelchairs off while they listened to lessons. But uh, the one kid had a great prank that I was not supposed to laugh at. But it was very funny! Because he would lean over, and he would turn on the other kid's wheelchair, and he'd grab the joystick... And then as the kid was trying to answer a question, he'd just slowly recline his chair. (laughs) And the other kid had like a more limited range of motion, so he'd just be like, God damn it! I really thought that's what I would do with my life, actually, so I'm so glad that that's what you're doing with your life. No? It's awful. Don't do it. I mean, I feel like I've already made the choice. What if I was just like, forget it, and then I left, and I'm like, pretty famous. Uh, uh. Fuck kids. Don't fuck kids, actually. I shouldn't have said that. Um, you guys, that was better. Now we're, now we're cooking with gas. You guys, are you ready for an amazing show? been great. The show perhaps will even surpass me. Uh, Now this first comic is an old friend of mine from Chicago. I love him so much and he just released a brand new album last week. It's called Scaredy Cat and his name is Mr. Tony Sam. Let's hear from him right now. Tony Sam! Hello! 
How many round of applause? How many did not expect me to sound that way? <laughs> you don't. I look like I, I'm a... You know, I look uh, like I shouldn't sound like this. this is what it's basically what it boils down to. It's, uh, it's, it's a... It's a I'm, working, I'm, I'm working at a disadvantage to other men. You know what I mean? Usually, uh... <laughs> well, not usually, but... Uh, will say that uh, most women are like, why are you so quiet during sex? And I'm like, uh, is this what you want to hear? <laughs> I'm already having trouble, lady, with everything else you want to hear. Oh! Ooh! Oh, boy, I'm coming! Can we watch cartoons now? Right? Something like that. Actually, I met this girl on Tinder, and... I'm not better than it. <laughs> well, anyway, it's been four text messages. She asked me to sex. And I was like, oh, yes, I'll do it. Because I know some real filth. So I, <laughs> I sent her some unrepeatable smut. And uh, she liked it. And then she texted me and she goes, now I want you to call me. I want you to read those things to me. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking. But she doth protest. So I called her up and I was like, Let me see that pussy! Give me some of those titties! And then we never met. So that's happening in the world. I, uh, I live in the... Uh, well, this is Hollywood, I guess. But I live in the not-so-nice area of Hollywood. There's a... Uh, let's just say there's a lot of used condoms on my street. So many, in fact, I don't know why the landlord didn't use it as a selling point. You know what I mean? That's a lot of condoms. <laughs> but what I guess it doesn't bother me as much, because I guess if people are being filthy, because sex is filthy, <laughs> that they're being safe about it. But what really bothers me, or I get weirded out, is if I see like a latex glove in the street. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> It's either a surgeon who just can't wait. He's like, I gotta just, I gotta do a triple bypass or something. Come on, come on, give me some of that sugar, baby. Slice. Or it's a guy and four of his friends who decide they want to get busy and just squeeze in. You know what I mean? He's like, come on, boys, tight fit. Five dicks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I went to uh, I went to Trader Joe's today. <laughs> I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. I go to Trader. <laughs> that was a sinister laugh too. It's like yes, <laughs> yes, you did go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> My plan is coming to fruition. The final puzzle piece is in place. <laughs> That's what I said. I say what? Come on, keep up. So, so I went to Trader Joe's, and uh, I uh, I was splitting the bill. I thought it was I thought I was splitting the bill with my girlfriend because uh, we lived together. And we split the bills, and uh, I told the guys like, "Hey, can we just uh, we'll just we'll just split it." And uh, we'll just say the bill was $100. But uh, I can't afford that much in groceries, to be honest with you. So he charges me, uh, we'll say, 53 and He charges her 47 And I said, well, that's not exactly splitting it, is it? <laughs> so he gets all serious, and he goes, I was never good with calculus. So I go, well, what concerns me the most here is that you think this is calculus. This is why you work here. That's why you're there. And I'm here in charge. <laughs> right? It was like I just, I, if I would have asked him to add something together, he'd be like, whoa, 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 geometry boy. <laughs> Easy with the complex mathematics. I know this, I don't know. I always just wish you could trade for stuff there. I really do. I just wish you could trade for shit at Trader Joe's. Like, I just bring a shopping cart. Like, how much for this Mickey Mouse phone? Can I get some of that dark chocolate, 70% cacao? 
So that's happening. <laughs> this is going to bring somebody down, but uh, <laughs> it's always one of you. I found a, I saw a lost dog poster today. I don't get that reaction. You don't know where this is even going. You don't even know. You can't get sad about it. I just said four words. The dog get, turns out okay. We'll say for this. <laughs> I saw a lost dog poster, and I decided, I was like, I really want to find this dog. <laughs> I said that to a mirror. I want to find this dog. Only because I wanted, when I found the dog, I just wanted to take a, a naked photo of myself with the dog and text it to the owner. Is this your dog? <laughs> huh? And you're like, what the hell are you doing with my dog? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, uh, uh, these two events are mutually exclusive. I'm always naked. Well, I just want to make sure it's your dog. Is this your dog? Is this your dog? Get a knife. Is this your dog? And you're like, what the hell's the matter with you? Hey, look, pal, I'm not the one who lost him. That's on you. I, uh, this is something I, I think we should all talk about. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys are my, oh, I hate that voice, don't you? you <laughs> it's a register that no one should reach. Uh, you, right? It wears you down. Uh, you guys remember when gum commercials used to be really fun? Like a good time. Like you'd be glad to see one. Like say goodbye, little love. Like yeah, and you'd sing with it. And you'd be like yeah, yeah. And people's flying kites. People are high five, and everyone's kissing. You know someone's getting laid off off screen. It's like ba da do da do gum. And it made me think. Like now it's it's like uh, Mach Five gum. Who's ready to get mint fucked? <laughs> Oh, I just had a taco, friend. <laughs> I didn't sign up. Orbit's gum. Who's ready to get raped in the face with cinnamon? <laughs> Bend over and take it, gum! <laughs> All right, I got to get out of here, but uh, I have a T-shirt. It's pretty cool. It's a lit... If you get this, there's only like 10 of these that even exist. So it's from my album, Scaredy Cat, and I want to give it to somebody. Does anybody want it? Oh, a couple. Of, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fight for it. Go. Go. Get. Go. Go. Yeah. You goddamn pussy. Is that what you want to be, a goddamn doormat your whole life? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks, guys. I've been Tony Zan. Let's hear for Tony one more time. Man, I really thought there was going to be some sort of contest for that T-shirt. It was a contest, sort of. It was like a devotion contest. How, how do, do you feel good about that? Yeah, you didn't even get a five earlier. So now, best one in here, right? How was your day? Did you have a good day? Yeah, what'd you do? You worked. What do you What do you do for a living? You're a lawyer. In this town? Come on. Uh, what kind of law? Business and real estate litigation. Business and real estate litigation. Well, that sounds... Honestly, frankly, boring. <laughs> I mean, not the business. Real estate litigation sounds like it's a lot of minutiae, right? It's like, leave the lamps or keep the lamps or whatever, right? Isn't that what it is? Am I nailing the shit out of your job? Hey, guys, I know what your jobs are. You know what I mean? You just name a job. I'm like, I know what that is. It's about lamps. I get it. I've lived in the world. We used to be a law clerk. That's true. Guys, you know what's amazing? This is true. Uh, these are, so far, so far, I have had jobs that are relevant to everybody's job. Um, and I just am going to keep asking you about your jobs, and I'm going to find something in my life uh, so I can continue to talk about myself. I used to be a law, uh, law clerk for a while. Do you work in like a big firm or a small firm, or what do you do? A small firm. How many lawyers? Six. Yeah, that's pretty small. Um, who's the worst one? Name them. It's got to be an, e an Esquire, right? It's they got an ESQ on there. All right. Uh, lawyer jokes. You guys don't get it. It's, it's like lawyer jokes. 
Let's hear it for that girl. She got a T. Hey, now this next comic, we love him on the show. He's in town from Boston, so we're going to go uh, extra crazy and be welcoming to him because he traveled all this way to see us. Let's hear from Matt Donahue, guys. Give it up for Matt. Hey there. Hello. So, you're prepping for television stuff, yes? Yes. And it's okay if you don't want to say exactly what, but do you want to say exactly what? Oh, no, I think that'll be fine. Yeah. I, I'm going to be on Conan on November 3rd. Is this your first time doing a television set? I just yes. don't know. Yes, it yes, is? Yes, it is. Yes, Actually, it is. I think we should walk further this way. For some reason, there's like a weird, I don't know what's happening, like a 1940s on, play. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, okay. I'm excited for you. That's great. I'm excited. And is that... All approved stuff, you know that's the set you're going to use, or are you still, like, kind of workshopping jokes in and out? Because you're a one-liner guy. Yep. Something like that. Yep. You could make adjustments, and it might not be, like, as massively impactful to the entire set as a whole. Now I'm... Oh, you're making me second get... Why? Was there stuff you would cut? No, no. I love it. I just... I like to talk to people about their process, because some people, like... Will work on the same set for a long time. Yeah, it was actually a really interesting. For me, it was really interesting. I don't know how interesting for other people it would be, but like, um, so in that set, I'll probably take out. There's one joke that maybe will be cut for time. Mm. Like it was the weaker of the I don't know 17 jokes. So I'll take that joke out. Interesting. But other than do you that, already know which one that is? Like, yeah, off the top of your head, yep. you already know. That's so interesting. Okay. But cool. that's what I and like then there were a couple of jokes that were like up front like they were like mm-hmm. five and six instead of nine and ten mm-hmm. and like just moving those or taking those out they made a huge it was funny like i thought i had the set a month ago so this is exactly it, what i'm it. talking about is yeah. this kind of restructuring yeah. and like moving things it's around very interesting to me as a, as a comedy as a guy who's a big fan of late night sets to see that process i was like no i have the five it's fine and then to do right. it and do it and do it time in the show right now, because uh, we're going to welcome my, my co-host and co-producer, uh, Rhea Butcher, to the stage right now. Let's hear for Rhea Butcher. Oh, hello. Let's hear for Rhea Butcher. Oh, man. Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm distracted only to greet you because there's a dude that right there, you were just texting with your phone in front of your face. Usually put His it in your lap in like shape. a fucking super spy or something. Who are you contacting? Tell me who you were talking to. You know who you are. You're also covering your face. I can see you. Who are you just texting or emailing? Your girlfriend. Who's that? Oh boy. Maury. 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 Shit taken care of. No, you don't know that guy at all? Do you not know that guy? You're in a class? Oh, What's the class? Doing rude shit at a show? 101? What's your girlfriend have to say? What's she up to? Listen, honestly, I want you to know you should go fuck yourself. Because, like, if you were... Sometimes when you're like, what's going on? And somebody's like, I have a family member that's ill, or I just lost my job. But that's what you're telling me? Her friend got nipple piercings? Number one, I question your girlfriend's judgment in telling you that. Not because I don't think, but just also why? Which friend? You don't know her? Uh, so she was just like, honey. Unknown nipples. Unknown nipples. Remember those nipples you don't know? They're different. They've got stuff in them now. Are her nipples pierced? Nope. Wait, why would... Can I just ask a follow-up on that? Why would this be something she would bring up to you? Is this something where you've always been like, baby? I just want your boobs to look like old-timey doors. (laughs) Who goes there? (laughs) I always... Honestly, I used to... Oh, I shouldn't you say did. this in front of you, but I used to have I don't a girlfriend with, with nipple piercings, and I always felt a bit Jacob Marley. <laughs> I've got spurs that jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, this is going great. Okay, so it's wait. Great. So yeah. she... So she... No... So wait, why would she... What do you, like, what do did you, you guys, like, have a running bet where you're like, Desiree is totally going to get her nipples pierced? Like, I don't know her, but and just from the, the name, night. she's either got to be bad, got to be bold, got to be wiser... <laughs> Gotta be tough. Gotta be hard. Gotta be stronger. She's gotta be cool. 
She gotta be real? Right, stick sure. together? Yeah, stick together. All I know, all I know. Level Level seven seven day. Day. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But really, why'd it come up? Why would she have texted you that? Is that like a normal thing? And you guys... You were a little shocked? You should let her know that this is terrible. <laughs> Text behavior. You went that you have that conversation in person that goes like this, honey, you wait, how does she know? How does she know? She showed her. That happened. I just want you to know that happened. The first girl I ever met in college, she was just she just lived on my floor and she went to got her nipples pierced and she came back and she was like, Guess what? <laughs> Blood. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> also, like when you're, because you look young, and when you're that age, you're just like, look at these, and then later you're like, uh, you're like, okay, now look at these. <laughs> Going through the airport thing, and the the it's down here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys not know where this? Yeah. I don't have to patch you down at your middle. Oh, you got nipple down piercings. Here. Is that a belt buckle? What is that? Guys, we're doing low boob jokes. Yeah. This is, honestly, Joan Rivers has passed, and we have to do them. Nobody's going to do those jokes if it's not us. Somebody has to grab that torch. Yeah, it was Joan, and now it's these two guys. These, these two guys. two guys who are gals. Yep. Well, Rhea's an amazing uh, and hilarious comic. Also, yes. we're, we're fiancés to each other. We're, we're fiancés. Each other's fiancés of each other. That's why we both have the same shirt on. This is not the same shirt. I mean, basically. Look at that, it's rolled to the same place. Thank God our arms are different lengths. That would be so embarrassing. Whoopsie. Um, we, had, we traveled. We did. Where did we go? We went to New York. We Brooklyn, did New specifically. York. We went to Brooklyn. And what did we do? Uh, we got an Airbnb. We got an Airbnb. <laughs> Has anybody stayed with, at an Airbnb? Yeah, clap. A couple okay. people. Yeah. Okay. I've done it many times. Have you done it? I've done it a handful. Handful, and I've done it a bunch. Mostly in Palm Springs, but yeah, you know, we go to whatever. Palm Springs. We rent a whole pool house. <laughs> <laughs> we borrow a whole person's closet. Exactly. <laughs> Don't touch the vintage car. Watch out for that. I just got my nipples pierced. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get too close if you're. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> we went to an Airbnb and they didn't provide us keys. They didn't give us keys to the place we were supposed to be staying. And that, I always say, if I'm staying at your place, I would like to go in there. It's kind of like one of the first things you want. Yeah, whenever I go to a hotel, I always walk in the door and I'm like, hello. Keep me a key, please. Yeah. That's, I, like, I, I go to hotels, I'm like, can I just um, sleep in the lobby? It's just, yeah. uh, so it's just, just more stand outside of a hotel, I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> hmm. No, I always get a key and yeah. stay inside the place. And then you go into the place. Yeah, they didn't yeah. give us keys. And they said they were going to give us keys. And I had been texting the guy, hey, you going to give us keys? He's like, of course I'm going to get you keys. Well, first you text him all this information. We're going to get in at 11 p.m. 11 yeah. p.m. is when we got in. So yeah. we definitely wanted keys. Right, yeah, yeah. She sent him this whole thing. Hey, I'm going to be in at 11 p.m. Just want to check in with you. His response, an Airbnb manager dude, mm -hmm. was K. Just a letter. <laughs> so a stranger texted you back with just the letter K. Yeah. I mean, and maybe we're pals and I just didn't remember, but I don't think so. Super rude. <laughs> Very dismissive. And we got there. There was no keys. We said, no hey, we will promise keys. And the guy goes, who is this? <laughs> Which is always the weirdest on a text chain. Sure. Because it's like, scroll up. How did you get... Remember all that other stuff? Still me. <laughs> hey, remember K? Yeah, that was me. So uh, he finally came to deliver the keys. He was late. He screamed at us. Yes, he did. Because we didn't have the keys. He was very angry. He was like, did you, did you check the key box? And we were like, yes, we it's did. open. He's he was like, like, did you check for the keys mm -hmm. inside the box? We did check yeah. there. Yeah. No, we stopped at opening it. I know. And we he... needed you to look into the opened box. Yeah, we forgot to look with our eyes. Yeah, well, because he didn't give us keys, and he was so mad at us that we didn't have the keys. Then he was he so mad. Really was stomping around. He was yelling at somebody in on the little phone. little flip-flops. Yep. Then he left. <laughs> he said, don't worry, you'll get the keys tomorrow. You know what happened tomorrow? 
No keys. No keys. We didn't. And you know what happened during the night between the no keys and the other no keys? Semen. Yep. On the bed. Not ours. Not from us. <laughs> Not we were in the bed. We were about to go to sleep. There's no keys. This is disturbing. Yes. We pulled up the blankies. Oh, well, that's not from us. Yeah. Little, I know it isn't. A little fly flew out. Yeah. A fly did flop. Like a cartoon. Like a little what moth. If, I didn't that was think like, about this. Ya. I didn't think about this till just like now. Like a bindle. What, what if it was... It was like, bye. What if it was the fly semen? Yeah, and what if he had keys? <laughs> the fly had the keys. The fly had the keys. So then we were like... The next day, I was like, hey, um, can we still get those keys? Also, do you mind washing the sheets? Because there's semen. And It's uh, not ours. He came over and he said, get out of here! Yeah. Get out of here! You guys need to leave. He said, get out of here! You're too demanding. Too difficult. Which is really funny. I was wondering what his other Airbnb <laughs> renters had been like. Yeah. I'll sleep on the porch. Oh, jizz on me, actually. Just jizz on me. I'll be on the porch. Right on my face. <laughs> I, I like just, it on my face. Come on me. Come come on lock me. picks. Yeah. Bukaki. Yeah, come in the lock. <laughs> come in the lock. That'll be the key. Bukaki lock picks. We got kicked out. Yeah. Which is crazy. Crazy cuz then I had to call Airbnb and explain the situation. Just be like, just, oh, because also I was like, all right, well, we'll leave. But uh, number one, you're very scary. And number two, uh, I'm not paying you. And he was like, I believe you'll be paying me. And yeah. I said, nope, because here's the thing. I'm great at talking to customer service people. Um, so I called Airbnb and I got uh, a woman. Yes. Yeah, a woman customer service agent. You got a woman on the big spin. Yeah, I did. No whammies, just yeah. women. Just a dollar, a woman. Um, which really matters. 77 cents. Oh. Um, but that really matters in this type of situation because honestly, I felt like it was a safety issue. This dude was sure. screaming at us. He was very tall. He was very big. Rhea's the taller of us. She's only 5'8". 5'9". Um, Are you... Five eight. What? <laughs> Are you the Wait, person? Which one was it? Who was it? You? <laughs> Professional height eyeballer. Do you make the like height things that they put in Taco Bells? Is that like height things in Taco Bells? Your life experience is so specific. <laughs> yeah. It's very Wait, specific. Wait, what are the height things you talk like? They you have must be this tall no. to get this combo? To get this taco? No. Wait, what is it? There's a height thing on the door in fast food restaurants so that when they are robbed, because they will be... You're kidding me! And the people working, you know, oh, five, five nine. nine! Got it! Oh my god, that's amazing! Have you never noticed this before? No! I can't believe it! Let's go to Taco Bell right Wait, now. Wait, can I ask you... Have you ever, when you walked in, stopped and measured yourself just to All fuck the with them? All the time! So many times. Remember this, this I'm 5'4". I'll just take a number two, and I'm going to pay for it. My favorite is when they clearly didn't measure to put it on, and it's, like, down here. <laughs> and it says five feet down here. And then it goes up through the ceiling. Yeah, it goes up through 12. He was taller than the ceiling! Um, he was the tallest man I've ever no, seen in my life! I had no idea that was a thing. That's, thank you for teaching me that. Whoop. I love that. Um, totally that was, a thing. That was great. And I yeah. didn't know. I was thinking she was one of them, uh, you know, carnival people. That's like, yeah, sure. step right up. Eh, five, nine. You know, like, and then you don't get the little non-seasonally appropriate bear in a Christmas sure. stocking. Full of sawdust. Yeah, exactly. It's the worst. Why don't you guys ever update your carnival stuffed animals? Update your shit. They're never seasonally appropriate. I've had a pumpkin in July. Seriously. Just stick with that banana. Stuffed banana with yeah, good Yeah, that's Perfect. good for all the time. Plus all seasonal banana. All the locations. I don't know anywhere you can't ship a banana. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> so I talked to the lady. I said, it was a safety issue. And we're very scared. And we're, as I'm talking to her, I'm getting texts from this dude on my phone. It's sure. like, first of all, then he knew who I was. And he was like, oh, you're never going to get your money back. But the great thing about uh, women mm-hmm. being the primary victims of rape and murder sure. is that you can get out of paying for an Airbnb. <laughs> like that. Yeah, if you're just like, I didn't feel safe, which I didn't. But also, use that. It's our one thing we get from that! It's our one thing. It's our one thing. Okay. All right. 
Well, I always like to leave on silence. Yep, so. I always feel like I want to bring up rape it. and murder at the end and not have the women back me up. What They're the fuck, like, women? What, do you not we feel safe? We are suffering! I think they don't feel safe. They don't feel the safe, because I just mentioned it. And then you they just, like, now they're like, oh, oh right, yeah, I forgot, forgot about, about that. that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, what did you text back? That's the final thing I want to say. I just want to know. What did you text back? What was your response? That's uh, weird. Might I recommend those big eyeball emoji? Yes! <laughs> just a thought. And then Rhea maybe, Butcher, ladies and Then maybe the peach. And then maybe the peach. Two peaches. <laughs> guys, Rhea Butcher, hilarious. Uh, I, I am going to bring up this next comic. You guys, this would have... That was extremely fun. Thank you for letting us have that fun amounts of time. And now, uh, we're going to have more show. Now, this next comic, it is her first time on the show. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go crazy for them. Let's hear it right now for Aaron Dewey. Aaron Dewey Lennox. Get up for Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guys. How are you? Okay. That's about, that's fine. That's about how I feel. Uh, that's good. It's good to be back in Los Angeles. I just got back. I've been living here for almost a year now, coming up on a year of not contributing to society <laughs> at all. Pretty proud of myself. Uh, I've learned a lot while being here in your fair city. I learned for starters that I'm not pretty enough to live here. Um, but... Like everyone who lives in Los Angeles, I'm also way too pretty to live anywhere else, so. <laughs> I'm gonna stay. Um, pretty special. It's so image conscious, it's crazy here. I was like, it's, why is every girl over the age of like 11 in LA looks like she walked into a doctor's office and was like, um, in lieu of wrinkles, could you just make my face look like it was burned off in a fire? <laughs> and then grafted back on to a jungle cat <laughs> that likes to party. It has to like to party. That's like really important for the bone structure. Um, it's also very health conscious here. I've noticed that. I'm very observant. I've just been shocked to discover how difficult it is here in Los Angeles to find, like, a good, gluten-free conversation. <laughs> They're not free-range. <laughs> I just found out pretty recently that I'm allergic to gluten because just being Jewish wasn't annoying people enough <laughs> to find a new thing. I found it. I'm very excited. <laughs> Can you guys tell I'm half Jew? Halfsies? You guys are very polite to not answer that. <laughs> There's usually one, one person who's like, you don't even look Jewish, you're like kind of pretty. Not a compliment. Not a compliment. Uh, I am half. I consider this my Gentile side. And then I consider this my Jewish side. For those of you on the side, I'm not just like showing you guys my ass. <laughs> I'm just talking about my nose. <laughs> like, from this angle, I'm accepted by society. And then from this angle, I am also accepted by society. It's pretty sweet to be Jewish, honestly. <laughs> We're killing it. It's a great comeback story. You should check it out. If you're bored. Um, <laughs> when I was 13, instead of a bar mitzvah, my parents got... A divorce. Uh, you get about the same amount of money, though, so it worked out pretty well. The cussy battle was tough, though. What happened was my mom was like, I want to keep Aaron. And my dad was like, um, thank you. Thank God. <laughs> I think he'd give her everything he owns now if he could retroactively have not been the only person home when I first got my period. Don't worry, you guys. I am going to talk about it. <laughs> he gave me some great advice. This is what he said. He gave me one of my mom's tampons. And he was like, well, you put this in your body and uh, 
you could probably sneeze, but if you poop, it's going to come right out. <laughs> he did the guns. No, he didn't. <laughs> That's how my dad became a doctor. You guys. <laughs> Degree arrived the next day. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a stepmom of sorts. Yeah. Do you know anyone could do that? There's no test. <laughs> if you want to be a stepmom, all you have to do is uh, run out of other options. <laughs> and then they're like, sure, give this a shot. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so already I say of sorts because the deal is my boyfriend who I live with has a child that is not mine. It's disgusting. It's uncomfortable, really. Uh, no, it's a great kid. He's a great kid, whatever. <laughs> Semantic. No, I'm really excited to be part of his life. We like started to connect, do these little things that are just our thing now. Like I do this magic trick that he's like crazy about. Whenever he starts to cry, I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> they just decided to send him to co-op preschool because um, all four of his parents are poor. And my boyfriend was like, can you commit to volunteering at a school one day a month? And I was like, that sounds amazing. That's beautiful. I'd love to do that. Uh, but I didn't put my dick in a crazy person four years ago. So I'm going to go to spin class. You have fun, though. That sounds cool. <laughs> I'm not like a terrible person all the time. I, uh, I adopted a dog pretty recently. Yeah, I'm his lord and savior. I don't know why you guys aren't clapping. It's a fucking <laughs> great thing I've done. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I love him. He's so cute. I love him so much. More than my stepson. It's crazy. Because um, he's mine. Do you understand? Like, he belongs to me. <laughs> Some of you might, might be like, well, he also wasn't born of your loins. But you'd be wrong, because I put that puppy inside of me. And I rebirthed him. So it would make sense how much I love him. I did that to my stepson too, but he's like a big tattletale, so got a little weird. You gotta connect, you know what I mean? You gotta show your love. The other day I was connecting with my dog, I just took a shit on my own floor and I was like, we're the same. I love you. <laughs> I just got pet health insurance. Because I don't know what money is for. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have health insurance. Me, a human. I don't have it. So I've been asking a lot of questions at the vet. <laughs> Just like, if this was on my dog, like, would it be herpes? <laughs> In your medical opinion. <laughs> My vet was, like, not cool about it at all. She was not fun. <laughs> she was like, if your dog had human herpes, which, first of all, I don't think is the medical term. She was like, if your dog had human herpes, that would be an indication that a human was having sex with him. I was like, oh, that would be an indication? How about the fact that he has health insurance? <laughs> I'm obviously fucking him. He's my everything. <laughs> Guys, you're my everything. I'm Aaron Lennox. Have a great night. Aaron Lennox, you guys. Keep it going for her. Awesome. We're going to keep the show going. This next comic is a real funny guy. He was just on uh, New Faces in Montreal, JFL Montreal, this year. He's a super funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Give it up for Grant Lyon, you guys. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey. Uh, I'm feeling good in my life these days. I, uh, I have a girlfriend for the first time in years. That's fun. Yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend thinks her apartment is haunted. She keeps telling me stuff that has happened in her apartment that's proof that it is haunted. So naturally, I keep moving important things around in her apartment to support this theory. She'll put her keys on the coffee table, and then when she's not looking, I'll put the coffee table in the shower. How? Oh, it's so much fun. It's so easy to mess with someone that believes in ghosts. It really is. Because she'll come home, and she'll be like, I came home from work today, and the picture hanging in my living room, upside down. 
and I'll say things like, I am worried for your safety in here. But I'll be thinking things like, you should not have given me a key to your apartment. (laughs) The best part is I have a built-in excuse. If she ever catches me, I got the perfect response. If she's ever like, ah, I knew it was you moving things around in here, I'll just be like, oh yeah, joke's on you. I've been dead this whole time. (laughs) What? Zombies are so popular these days, like movies, TV, comic books, all that stuff. I live on the west side, and in my neighborhood, every year in the month of October, they have a zombie parade. But I didn't know that. That should be something you have to warn people about. Maybe, maybe put a flyer on my door so that's not the most terrifying Saturday afternoon in my life. Are you kidding me? I come out of my apartment, I'm getting in my car, and I look up, and there's hundreds of zombies coming at me. I was freaking out. I was looking around for a weapon, trying to, like, psych myself up. Like, this is your moment, Grant. This is why you watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I learned that Saturday afternoon, though. Uh, People wearing zombie makeup break character real quick when you run at their head with a rock. Uh, Real quick. I'm not a tough person. I was never in the military. Main reason I never joined the military, when I was 16 years old, I played paintball for the very first time. And I went with my buddy Gary, and Gary was like, Hey, Grant, stay close to me. I'm going to show you the ropes out here. We're hiding behind a building. 30 seconds into my very first paintball game, Gary takes a step out from behind the building, gets shot right between the eyes, and the paint splatters across my chest. And I honestly reacted like this. Like, I reacted like I'd just seen my childhood best friend murdered in front of me. And now I gotta be the one that tells his fiance that he ain't coming home this time. Like, I couldn't get a grip. Gary had to grab me by the shoulders and be like, Grant, relax, I'll just be in the next game. But I couldn't get it under control. I yelled out, war is unforgiving! And then I shot myself with my own gun because I don't want to live in a paintball game without Gary. I'm actually first-generation non-military in my family. That's a true story. My great-grandfather fought in World War I. My, my grandfather fought in World War II. My dad fought in Vietnam. And I love taking naps. Boom. <laughs> Killing it. Fighting a war against afternoon drowsiness, y'all. Winning. Winning that battle. Uh, I'm obviously very mature. Uh, like I don't want to have kids that's a decision I've thought a lot about and came to the conclusion that kids aren't for me but whenever I say that to people they always, they always say stuff like no oh, that's being selfish you don't want kids you're just being selfish I don't understand that logic not wanting a baby is not selfish it would be selfish if I wanted all the babies <laughs> I'm not an awkward baby collector well you can't love a kid until you have one yeah but if you don't have one you can hate all of them <laughs> The worst thing people say when it comes to kids, though, is uh, the act of childbirth is beautiful. Mm, so beautiful. Such a beautiful act. <laughs> Wrong again. Because when I was in fifth grade, I had a sex education class where we had to watch documentary footage of a woman giving birth, and that suggested otherwise. That was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Ten years old. We made ten-year-olds watch this. There was, this is a true story from my life. There was a kid in my class. He couldn't handle it. In the middle of the video of a woman giving birth, he threw up into his hand, looked around to see if anybody else saw, and then put it in his pocket. <laughs> Beautiful things don't make people do that. Nobody in the history of the world has been like, oh my God, this sunset is so beautiful. <laughs> Look at the reds and blues. Save that for later. <laughs> There's such a culture of obsession with kids in this country, though, right? It's like the epitome is, of that is the show 19 Kids and Counting, right? Because they have 19 kids. Ugh. I was watching an interview with a mom from that family, and she said, we don't use birth control because we want God to decide how many kids we're going to have. When you have 19 kids, that's definitely the work of the devil. <laughs> God wants no part of that train wreck. I saw this billboard recently. It said, uh, help a child donate your boat. (laughs) Apparently, I was in the neighborhood of the most spoiled children ever. A boat. A boat is how we're helping kids here. That's what we came up with. We went through the list and we decided on boat. These kids don't need your hot meals or your hand-me-down clothes. They got to feel the sea breeze in their hair. Get them a boat. 
These kids aren't happy unless they're eating caviar in international waters. Get them a boat. The only thing that brings them joy is humpback whale watching. Get them a boat. When I was a little kid, I went to private school. But I went on scholarship because my mom taught there. So I ended up being the poor kid of my class. And I constantly got made fun of for not having a Nintendo 64. And it hurt, all right? Yeah, I wanted one. We couldn't afford it. It sucked. Are there kids in this neighborhood being made fun of for not having a boat? Is that what's happening? Is that why we need to get them a boat? Is that the situation here? Papa, I can't be seen at grammar school tomorrow. The children will tease. When Timothy speaks of his maiden voyage, what shall I say? If I should ever get a boat, I will name it Broken Promises. If you have a boat, you're doing pretty great. If you're donating a boat, you're doing fucking really great in your life. Because either you have multiple boats and you can get rid of one, or you're so busy doing other cool rich guy shit that your boat is boring to you now. Like, that's the kind of rich I want to be someday. You know what I mean? Ignore my boat rich? Like, that's like the guy that comes out of his mansion smoking a cigar. Like, oh, I never take that boat out anymore now that I bought my Russian submarine. <laughs> that's what I want to be. If I had a boat, I would never donate it. I would donate my car. What do I need that piece of shit for if I have a boat, you know? People would be like, oh, how are you going to visit your friends? If I have a boat, I'm not going to be friends with anybody who doesn't have a boat. I want to be the type of person where people are like, man, Grant really changed when he got a boat. Yeah, I did, motherfuckers, because I got a boat now. An asshole on a Toyota Camry is a loser. An asshole on a boat is on my vision board. Thank you guys very much. I'm Grant. you guys Grant Lyon and he was terrific and he was terrific and how's the show been so far it's been great right hi 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 how are you doing yeah are you having a good day you're so terrified it's okay everything's fine I'm a regular person you've got great sandals on so many so many jewels what'd you do today you worked? What do you do? You're also an attorney? Do you guys, do you guys, oh, really? Wait, all together? All a bunch of, just a bunch of lawyers? Just a bunch of lawyer friends with, with, with pony shirts? Um, those might be dogs, I'll be honest. Ponies? Nailed it. No, you don't, you, that's not, wait, wait, what? Is that not why, that's not why you guys know each other? No, that is. Yeah, do you, you all work together? You all, oh, you went to law school together, and you're and you still see comedy shows as a group. I feel like that's a very strong law school bond slash improbable activity for law school pals. Now, ask me this: Are you keeping up on your continuing legal education? Do you do it in person or online? Online, yeah. Like a lot of things these days. Am I right, guys? It's a modern world. It's a different world from where I come from. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> you know what? I achieved one of my greatest goals in life uh, last week. I saw a collection of David Bowie's jumpsuits. Thank you for understanding how important that was to me. It was at the Museum of Modern Art in Chicago. They're only showing them at one pl city in the United States, and I'm from Chicago, and I was there doing a show and also having a birthday. So my mom, my mom, surprised me with tickets to go see David Bowie jumpsuits because she fucking knows me. <laughs> and then my dad came. This is how I know that my dad has evolved from when I first came out to him, because when I first came out to him, he cried for five years. He was so sad. Oh, I'm so Catholic. Oh, you're going to hell. That kind of stuff. Then last week, my dad went to a David Bowie exhibit with me, and he was like, I don't like his shoes in this one. They were men's stilettos. 
men's stilettos. Which, by the way, David Bowie, I get you. We get each other so hardcore. Because I didn't even know that you requested men's stilettos would be specifically made for one of your shows. And when I was a child, I was gifted a gem doll for one of my birthdays. A gem. You guys remember gem? Yes, gem? The doll? She was like Barbie, except fiercer. She might have been a musician or a superhero. I'm not sure what was really happening. I haven't rewatched it. But I think she was both, right? Okay, um... So Jem, I don't know if you guys remember the Jem dolls. They were bigger than Barbies. They were, like, sturdier than Barbies because she had to fight crime slash hold up a base. So she couldn't be so mamby-pamby with all those wiggly, unstandable legs. Now, I didn't have any other Barbies because I'm a lesbian. I collected Kens. I had six Kens. They don't even make that many Kens. I just had multiples of the same Ken. One Christmas, I asked for a black Ken. When I got it, opened it up. Black! There's a Christmas video where I just scream Black Ken. 20 minutes. And it's funny because it's also like in the late 80s, so my dad, you can hear him off camera, and he goes, I believe you mean Afro-American Ken? Like the most hilarious joke at the time because the term African-American had like just come out. Uh, anyway, my point is... I had a bunch of Kens, and I only had one gem. Somebody gave me a gem, um, and also gave me a bunch of clothes. Well, I lost that gem. I lost her. I didn't give a shit about her. I lost her. You know what? I still had all those Kens. Now, I didn't even know this about Ken, but he fits in Jem's clothes. <laughs> See, I didn't want a, I didn't want a, I didn't want a Barbie, but I was like totally chill with Ken in like a full one-piece suit, and then I would put him in golden high heels, and he was a businessman. That one, and his business was that he invented high heels for men. So, um, just great to know that I'm a visionary. <laughs> just like I consider David to be. You guys, we've got one final comic, and uh, you should hold on to your dicks, ladies. Because <laughs> he's going to blow them right off. I don't mean not in a sexy way, I just mean he's a very good comic. And we're very happy he's on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Patton Oswalt. Give it up for Patton! guys so great finally you get what you deserve pow 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 nailed it what a show it was and hey guys uh just two final things before uh before i let you go tony's got some albums with him if you want to buy an album from him on the way out also you know who just you know what little buddy of yours just had a little new album come out last week and then guess what guys it was number one on itunes for a while for a little while and then Weird Al was second. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> In a song. And, uh, and, and uh, number three on Billboard. This is crazy stuff. I'm not like a big, giant human uh, yet in terms of people seeing me in their houses. So you could really help me out. Um, you could go on iTunes. You could buy my new album. It's called The Same Sex Symbol. It honestly would really mean a huge deal to me uh, if the momentum could keep going because it's like been a crazy, amazing thing so far. <laughs> so please do that. Same Sex Symbol. Check it out. I'm Cameron Esposito. Let's hear for everybody you saw. You were a terrific audience. We are here every Tuesday night. Let's put your hands together and have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast. Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.